What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. This is All Things Elite. Welcome back to All Things Elite. Load up the pod, and the song when we speak. Rich right here, let me warm it up for Austin and Floyd. Couldn't be no one but the boys. When it come to All Things Elite from the fan perspective, swear, man, it ain't no question. Hear from them first. Swear, man, they putting in the work. No, they had to get me for the verse. Social suplex network zone. I was at a time in your headphones. Austin and Floyd on the microphone. Backing out on the red, getting in the zone. Pulling up the show, give it seven stars, you already know. Who else could it be but the show with the proclivity for a positivity? I'm gone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 214th episode of Social Suplex's podcast about AEW. With a proclivity for positivity, welcome to All Things Elite. My name is Austin Sumwitz, and I am the host of this lovely show. And joining with me, as always, is my good buddy and friend, Mr. Floyd Johnson Jr. My man, how are you doing? Dude, I, you know, proclivity, positivity, I'm on top of the world usually, but I am an old, tired man. <laughs> and the reason I am an old, tired man is because of my beautiful bulldog, Mr. Winston, uh, it is all my fault, uh, uh, but he's, we are adjusting to each other and we're adjusting to life and I have not gotten a routine down. So every day, pretty much an adventure. Uh, I work overnight. My wife works during the day. My dog likes my wife more than me, of course. Uh, so sleeps and he's awake when she's, so right now, as we record at, uh, 1130 central time, 1230 in the East coast, uh, my dog is asleep. It's going to be asleep pretty much much all night you know except he'll have to go get up at some go to rest and i'll let him out and he'll come back and go to sleep well i get off at 6 a.m central and so when i get off work you know i tend to want to go to bed guess what my dog is not in the mood for <laughs> me to sleep so i we are going to know each other a little bit more as we go but i pretty much am in a perpetual state of exhaustion i even it's like funny because i'm you know social like you're quiet and all that stuff it's i'm not quiet i'm not ignore i mean i'm not quiet because i'm ignoring you i'm not quiet quiet because i don't want to talk i'm quiet because i'm tired i'm quiet because i'm exhausted <laughs> i just want to leave and that's where we're at in my dog journey and then my responsibilities to have changed at work and i have to work a little harder all these things i hate a lot of change at the same time i am adverse to change that's why i've worked at the job that as long as i've worked at it because i don't like change and so a lot of shit's changing right now and it's just like and like the dog thing that's change it's not going back i'm keeping my dog i love him. if you follow me on twitter at floyd johnson Jr., you will see quite a few pictures of winston aka winnie the dog and you know he's he's dope i love that but he's wearing my ass out yeah i believe it dude i get that <clears throat> i am i am uh 
I'm doing all right right now. Still dealing with car issues since my accident is still fresh. Uh, and I can't get my car in until basically they call me about it. So that's fun. Uh, but other than that, I've been uh, excited for full gear uh, and just kind of waiting for everything to really build to this pay-per-view, which I'm very excited for. Um, but yeah, we got, I mean, like we've got so much to talk about on this go home show of AEW dynamite. Uh, so we're, I think we're just going to go ahead and get right into everything. But before we do, I want to make sure you guys are downloading this fun show on Google or Apple Podcasts. And if you listen to us on Spotify or wherever you choose to listen to us, please give us a share with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you wish, and leave a rating and a review and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. That helps us out a ton. And you can follow us on social media at AT Elite Pod. You can also follow at Social Suplex, who make this show possible. Check out all the other shows they have on their network. I am at Austin Sumowitz, S-Z-U-M-O-W-I-C-Z. And Floyd is at Floyd Johnson Jr. on Twitter. Of course, the news of the week, we are headed into full gear. Um, but the one thing that I honestly want to put on the top of the show, because this was actually announced before uh, Dynamite went to air. I think they Tony Khan tweeted this out, I want to say, a couple hours before Dynamite, I think. Uh, we'll, I'll read the tweet for you guys. We have it pulled up. Uh, Tony Khan tweeted, uh, AEW has agreed to terms with one of the world's best wrestlers, a pro who is known and respected by virtually every AEW fan. They will come to L.A., to sign their contract this Saturday, November 18th, on pay-per-view at AEW here. So, big announcement, basically. New member of the roster will be uh, signing uh, this Saturday at Full Gear. And the only thing that he gave us was one of the world's best wrestlers and a pro who is respected by virtually every AEW fan, known and respected. Uh, me and Floyd have our ideas. I will go to Floyd first on this one of who he believes uh, he is talking about. My answer, and it comes from a tiniest string, tiniest thread of uh, evidence. I went with uh, Tony Khan. If you read the graphic, it does everything in its power to stay gender. Them, they're there. It's not he. It's them, they're there. So with that very tiny thread, I am going with the guest, Miss Mercedes Monet. That New was Japan, one. New yeah. Japan strong. Uh, New Japan champion. And I, I just think Mercedes Monet is is the pick. It's in L.A., Hollywood. I think it's it's her. Uh, my my backup guess is Dolph Ziggler. There you go. I um I I thought about Monet. She was one of the ones that came to my mind. But then one that I also thought of. Um, now this is one that came to my head. Um, I don't know about his contracts, Japan, But if obviously the working relationship with AEW and the fact that he's been on AEW shows recently. Uh, my thought was uh, Will Ospreay. Uh, Ospreay, 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 Ospreay. And the reason why is because the conversations between him signing with either WWE or AEW have been rapid with his contract. Uh, Floyd told me uh, was up in February. Like I said, I don't know the exact detail of when his contract is up. I just knew it was coming up. But reason why I said uh, AEW was because, you know, they obviously just put on tickets. I think just are getting ready to sell general tickets for uh, All In 2 in London. And he's already done a bunch for AEW. And I think well-respected and well-known by every AEW fan. I think Osprey would that would that would be my bet. But anything Monet, Monet is a good bet. Anything less than Monet or Osprey, I'm going to ask. Why did you make an announcement? Fair enough. Uh, and it's like I felt like oh yeah, I forgot the other big news. I forgot about. We got to talk about it too. But on Saturday Collision, they made an announcement, and they made the announcement without saying they were going to make an announcement, and it was like a 
all the announcements that you should have said, hey, I'm making this huge announcement. That one was it. And they didn't say they were going to make it. No, I, yeah. I, I get that. Um, yeah. It's like, but... no, it's like, oh, okay, we're making an announcement. Oh, tickets. We're making an announcement. This crap that we always have. We're, hey, middle of the show out of nowhere. This huge thing that literally I have been asking for since the second episode of All Things Elite. I went back and listened. The second episode of All Things Elite. <laughs> I asked for this thing and it was like that's the one you didn't make an announcement that you're making an announcement. Right, exactly. But we'll talk about it in just a second. Probably the first thing we're gonna review, but it was just very weird. Yeah. Um anyways, going into uh the week in AEW, we'll start real quick with collision. Um one thing I did want to say was that uh dude I love Andrade so freaking much. He is so good. Him and Daniel Garcia did a really good job in their match to open up collision. And having Andrade paired with CJ Perry, I like a lot on it. I think it works really, really well. Um, what Miro's problems with, it's like, I love that he's now looking to take down uh, Andrade, basically, because he's like, you're fucking with the wrong woman. Uh, but they did a really good match. I mentioned that. Um, and then, of course, the thing that people couldn't stop talking about was Daniel Garcia doing his dance towards uh, CJ. And then as Daniel turns around, she starts doing it back, and I'm just like, dog, if you, like, I would have dropped it, like, you gotta, you gotta make your decisions right there, dude, like, you had her in the palm of your hands, like, go for it, like, and then just end up losing the match, is what would happen, <laughs> but, um, no, I thought, I, I'm digging this little pairing between, uh, Andrade and CJ, though, having Miro basically being like, oh, you fuck, because I think it's gonna lead to some really good rep, uh, matches. So, it's kind of funny that they're, they're resetting, yeah. because if you notice, you notice, uh, this is what they do when they're building new stuff. With Kesta, whether it was Willa Yuta, whatever, you come in, these big matches, you put on great men loot. So it's like the Garcia has done something similar to this, and then he did the Jericho Appreciation Society, and now they seem like they're doing a reset. And he's just putting on bangers with these people up for Yeah, and then, and then they're having him paired with uh Matt Menard and Angelo Parker, and they're like kind of like trying to be like, yo, stop doing uh shit like don't shake his hand don't do this like like he's trying to like it's almost like garcia's like kind of trying to lean towards more baby face again but the but 2.0 are like nah he likes to be cheered what 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 no but uh no i i'm really enjoying this andrade you can question anything about him you cannot question him once the bell starts that man fucking amazing daniel garcia same way thought this was a really fun match pretty much went the way that i thought it was gonna win and i do love that cj perry is with andrade because andrade is one of those people i mean he does need a promo it's just like he he has an impressive look he's impressive in the ring but his best relationship in wrestling is when he was with, uh, when he was with uh, Zelina, and now he's gonna have uh, you know CJ Perry playing a similar role. Yeah. Um. Only other things I wanted to mention off a of collision was that they made the Julia Hart versus Willow Nightingale match. Basically, when Julia won, she got to insert herself in the TBS Championship match. Uh, they would have uh, an eliminator match to determine the other uh, wrestler in the title match on dynamite was too um and then uh main event was uh was fun to have uh sting darby and uh adam copeland team up to face what are we skipping the major announcement that was made in middle they don't have it listed in the notes really no uh, i i I teased it so we would talk about it but before we talk about the main oh well there you go yeah no the i don't know if tony mentioned it yeah go ahead you can say it tony khan gets on and he's like oh we like to make this announcement uh the 
what's it called? The Continental Classic? Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah, a round-robin tournament that'll be a place... 12 people uh, placed uh, over the next few weeks with the uh, finals being at World's End. So, yep. in essence, for all of you that listen to shows that are not New Japan, you know, or, or never watching, New Japan does this thing summer every year called the Brown Robin Tournament with an A block and a B block. You know, There's more than 12 wrestlers in it, though, I will say usually, that. It's usually 20 and uh, 18, 20, something like that. But there's an A block and a B block, and it pretty much goes for a lot of days during the summer. And, mm-hmm. and the winner of the and then they do a final and the winner gets the main event wrestle and it's a beautiful thing and what i was talking about is on the second episode of all things <laughs> maybe third you know uh i was talking about our wish list for a uh, aew and one of my wishes was for an american g1 mm-hmm. and yes that's what this is so for you under people that don't understand the concept of a round robin tournament, uh, there's going to be 12 people. Whether they do a block, b block, whether it's blockless, I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah. They we haven't. Uh, everyone wrestles everyone in their block. And, like, the best record. Yes. Yeah. No, in the G1, there's four blocks, each containing eight wrestlers. So that's 30, 32, uh, 32, 32 wrestlers. Yeah, the old school one, like, a few years ago, I think was the first one, the only one that I watched the old, the whole thing, it was uh, A block and B block, 10 wrestlers in each one. So yeah, that was the, o- yeah, the older one. Yeah, yeah, so now it's, now so it's everyone, up to 32 wrestlers, and mm-hmm. it lasts... Uh, significantly yes. like it lasts almost a month yeah and it's 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 beautiful it's fun uh people don't think americans have the attention span for it i am hoping they are wrong impact uh had the global series impact did tna impact did a version of this don't think like i watched it i don't think it was as good as what you get because the thing about g1 g1 is a style it's not just a match style it is like when you're doing g1 it is uh like oh is this going to be a g1 level match because they're generally banger after banger night after night kind of so there's like there's some that like you know there's normally at least one match during a specific night that is kind of like you know whatever like i remember like the first night of this year's g1 they had Chase Owens and Gabe Kidd, and I think their match didn't even crack. Yeah. Every other match was, like, at least over 10 minutes. There's a couple where, like, they don't go too far. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, no, normally you get, like, legit banger, banger, banger. I mean, like, I can't think of a, I can't think of a night. Dude, I remember night four, you had Evil and Eddie Kingston. You had uh, uh, Naito versus Goto. You had Tamatanga and uh, Ishii, like there is, uh, and Tanahashi and Shane Haste, like there is some fucking wild match. Will Ospreay Kenta was the next night. So we've had many conversations in many of my wrestling group. AEW is literally one of the deepest wrestling rosters ever, as like the deepest of just really good wrestlers, right? Oh yeah. So we've done our twelve men, and it's like, like you can do themes based on the twelve. Uh, we did one where it was just all people that had never held the AEW world title you know like so Kenny Omega wasn't making Hangman wasn't making the list and it still was awesome we did all the ones that had like really never gotten a world title shot it was awesome so the fact that whoever whoever I just want to prepare everybody whoever your favorite is or whoever you want someone's they're only doing 12 so someone's gonna get left out that you think has yeah. to be in it. No, that's the thing. This is them testing the waters with this type of idea. 
I will say, because again, like this is a New Japan level uh, thing that they're trying to do, but they're doing it on a smaller scale with it just featuring 12 wrestlers. And, and it says 12 of AEW's top stars, the way that they're. And I know all our fans of the people that listen to this show are rational, happy people, but could you spread this to your other rational, happy fans that this is the first time that they're doing it? So it's probably not going to be perfect. No. If, exactly. if you have to, the G1, uh, that, it, that it has become the thing in new japan is something that has been going on for a lot of years you know and they've tested it a lot of different ways you know probably some growing pains i'm not a historian on uh new japan so definitely check out keeping it strong style if the, oh, that's the, if that's what uh the kind of information you want they could probably give you a history on the g and but if you and definitely if you can go back in their archive and go listen to shows that they did during this year's g1 you'll kind of get a feel of what you're going to get but because this is AEW's first time, be patient. Let it work out. Uh, you know, just let them work out their kink. Uh, and that's what they're going to do. And I am excited in general because I do know how deep the roster. And I feel like this put very much spotlight in the company back on rest. Because it is pretty much known from anyone who watches AEW over the last few months. I think people, I think I've I wa- I listened to something that said 10. That this uh, company has leaned way more into sports entertainment and that's beautiful that's whatever they want to do i you know i pretty much watch wwe for sports entertainment but whatever uh in this case this puts the focus back on what AEW does best and i think better than anyone in the world maybe say for Jew japan is put on pro wrestling and they're like and, for america yes yes i will say that for you know, yeah, um, brian danielson is the first competitor apparently yeah I, I don't be shocked if he's wearing the mask, uh, yeah. wearing uh, wearing a mask to protect his eye. But I I said all it of this. Starts, uh, it starts this week in Chicago. So yes, it starts yeah. at the week after all uh, full gear. Yeah, the Thanksgiving, the pre-Thanksgiving uh, event at All In. So I will ask you, Mister Austin, other than Brian Danielson, which we all know, who do you think is a must? Who is like he in he your in opinion? It? Yes, he has to be in it. Like this whole thing is stupid. If this person that you're about to say is not it if i had to say uh one person who has to be in it i would say um this is gonna be honestly like I, i'm leaning i'm leaning towards a couple people um one person i would say that would be enjoyable though i know that his storyline is kind of tied up with you know the world title uh samoa joe would be one that i'd want in there for sure uh i think he would be a fucking banger um but then another one that has to be in there i would say you have to have uh See, uh, I would say honestly, you'd have to have uh, Jesus Christ. I'm trying so hard to think of some uh, uh, Orange Cassidy. I would say just because I know he can go and go and go and go. My guy, and I literally don't think it makes sense if he's not in it. Swerve. Yes, I was gonna say he's he's up there too. Yeah, I, I just think in the build of what they've been doing with Swerve, I think he has to be in it. I don't know if he wins it or whatever. But he has to be in it. He has to be the president in in, in this thing. And if you know who not, I would lo- I would love it if he was back. I know he. I, I believe he got hurt. Uh, but if Pac was back, I would love Pac being in this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Pac was when we were kind of doing our mock twelve. We had Pac in it. Um, yeah, but the great thing is it is going to be going on basically all of December. Uh, so when I go to like three shows in December and one being in Oklahoma City, so I will get to see. I would say too. Oh a yeah, lot of no, it. yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. But I would also say too, 
this could be a really good shining spot to put Keith Lee in as well. I would say he. I would want. I want. It. I don't know if he's like a a must. Like like the, the whole tournament's crap if he's not in it. But like I do want him in it. Yes. Is what I would. The do. world's end is on December thirtieth, and now as much as I was like, oh my god, I'm not going in anything else. It did have me looking up flights to Long Island. Just the reason being, it's the thing I've said since when I I, I we drove to see FTR versus the Young Buck. When you give me something that I have longed for, I like to reward it. <coughs> And I think I really would want to be at the first final of the Continental Class. Which, I I put this post on Twitter. This is the last time we're going to refer to it as the Continental Class. It is the AEW A1 from now on. Yes, it's the A1. It is the A1. Yes, like the steak sauce. A1 is what it's going to be referred to. I, Continental Classic sounds like straight out of 1986 Mid-South. <laughs> uh, uh, I think the A1 would have just been... Or the E1, the Elite one. Either way. E1 E one would honestly be pretty good, too. Yeah, and either one would be funny. Because, I mean, to me, when you're taking something that is obviously from something else, give the ode to it. You know, give it to, you know, <laughs> give your ode to the thing you're stealing. You're like, give New Japan their credit and call it it. Like, because everybody knows this is AWG1. Let's call it the A1. Let's give it AEW Grand Prix. Whatever. Give... New Japan, their shout out on this. And I'm hoping one of the 12 spots is. There you go. Um, one other thing, too. Uh, moving on. Like I said, the only other things I wanted to mention off of uh, getting back to Collision 2 was uh, in the main event. We got to see a pretty nice uh, trios match with Sting, Darby, and uh, Adam Copeland uh, teaming up against Lance archer and the righteous uh it was just good to see them teaming like building up towards their match at uh full gear i thought the match was pretty fun and like it literally got a this is awesome chant from there from the start of it which i thought was pretty yeah i mean it's edge and sting in the same exactly so like there you go that was all you needed really to carry the match yeah that's awesome um and before we get into dynamite actually i wanted to mention something that was also announced today uh and this is regarding ring of honor uh because we saw last week about samoa joe relinquishing the television championship uh after he proclaimed himself the longest reigning and greatest television champion of all time. So they've announced that they are going to be doing eliminator matches uh, leading up to Ring of Honor final battle, which is December 15th. And it'll you'll basically it's going to get six wrestlers in the match for a six way survival of the fittest match to crown a brand new uh, television champion. That was it. So we got two kind of side things like going on at the same time where you're going to have the Continental Classic. And you're going to have uh, the survival of the fittest matches uh, to determine who's going to be the six people in that match for Ring of Honor. Yes. And the fact that I get to see a survival of the fittest match live, pretty cool. Yeah. No, yeah. it's going to be pretty wild to see who they get in and all of that. Yes. But moving on, we'll go ahead and get right into uh, we'll get right into Dynamite uh, to start things off the go home show. Um, <clears throat> first thing off, started off with the international championship match. Uh, well, international champion Orange Cassidy teaming up with Hook. So we got, uh, uh, Hook and OC teaming up to face John Moxley and Wheeler Yuta leading up to their match at, uh, full gear. Uh, thought this was a pretty good opening match and, uh, Yuta actually got the pin on Hook and, uh, got the, uh, roll up right there. Uh, and I mean, crazy. I mean, he got the pin after John Moxley did all the work. Yeah, he came in basically after Yuta hit hooked from behind, uh, and mm-hmm. then Moxley hit the Death Rider, and then he hit the seatbelt roll up. So Hook <laughs> got basically killed in this it, one. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, 
when you got Don Callis and then uh, Don Callis in the match, and then uh, Will Hobbs like beats someone, and then Don Callis yeah. goes and pins him. It's like, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah, he no, exactly. he pinned him. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, no, you're being literal. On that. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, but it was it was genuinely like having them like you know like i said they it was at least something for you to like do at least like i thought moxley was literally just gonna be the one that killed everybody and do everything by himself and yuda was just there being like yay um but mox told orange cassidy that he's nothing and that he is going to grind him into dust and win the international championship um again i'm so excited for this match the story has been super just cut and dry like these two guys are going to kill each other orange cassidy needs to prove it to himself and to the world uh yeah, I'm I'm just very much looking forward to it. And just from the inches of like the stuff that we got of Orange Cassidy and uh, Moxley, uh they're going to beat the hell out of you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's funny. Uh uh this is going to be ref your favorite rest. Mox finally getting his uh Rocky 3. Yeah, no, for real. Yeah, this is the this is Rocky 3. Like he is dominating Orange Cassidy at every yep. spot and now orange cast i have to step up and try to fight him on saturday i mean it works it's a trope that works you know the unbeatable well, the monster only, yeah well the only yeah the only thing that was interesting about that was because like i said he he that it's a little bit odder with that because Orange Cassidy lost to Moxley the first, and then Moxley gets hurt, and then Orange Cassidy just gets the belt back a second time. So like, uh, it's 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 got elements of Rocky Three, but then also like I, I can't think of another story that like off the top of my head that like does that kind of thing where it's like you won what you got your what you lost back, but you didn't beat the guy. Took you know I can't think. Of, I'm on the top of my head, I can't think of the sto- another story to yeah. pull from, but no, but, but it does it, it, it does get that kind of like sort of like. You know, it, oh, well, now I need to prove that I can actually beat you. Yeah. I, I couldn't. Yeah, and this, this, I mean, even Orange Cast, from the moment he won the title. Oh, uh, he, he was not celebrating he, like he, he did He before. didn't tell. He just, the, the confetti was out and he just walked out and he looked like nothing happened. I even made the comment. It's like, it was like, oh, it just kind of happened. It's like, yes, because he got no, he didn't, that's going to be. Oh, yeah, no, it's going to be a, one of my most anticipated matches, I think, from the show. Then we get the face-to-face with uh, Hangman and Swerve Strickland. So the absolute shit sl- slinging between. These two, um, there was a no contact rule. If they attacked each other, they would be banned for the rest of the year, which is a month, basically. Uh, but Swerve and Hangman face off. Hangman doesn't even let Swerve get a word, and he's basically like, you know what? You want to know why? I know why you went into my house. You're a coward, a fraud, a worthless waste of human life. But uh, you wanted to be world champion, but I look into you, uh, your eyes and I see you don't have it in you. You can't cut it. You are not the man that you think you are because – and it's the reason why uh, your wife le- – your fiancé left you and your kids don't talk to you. And I'm just God, here we go. And he's like, you want to make it personal? Okay. You surrounded yourself with yes men. And if you weren't so dumb, you'd realize Nana's just using you. Makes a living off of your back, and uh, he literally is just making money off of you. So, and he's bu- uh, buying weed from a kid. And he's like, nah, I'm going to kick, I'm going to beat your ass, Nana, and I'm going to steal your weed. Fucking a ridiculous line. Like, just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then he basically says, like, I taught kids for a long time taught a lot of lessons and this saturday i teach you a lesson and it's going to be the last one of your pathetic life that you should have never came into my house and we don't need lawyers or cops because i'm your judge jury and executioner at full gear and it is for this texas death match and he said i couldn't lay on hands on we couldn't lay hands on one another but they didn't say shit about nana and he jumps nana and swerve can't do any um 
yeah, no, I mean, like, this is the, this feud is, like, gross and bloody and all that kind of shit, and it's like, this is, this makes Hangman feel so much more threatening and more like the Hangman, because Hangman's kind of fucked up, you know what I mean? He's got, he's got some, some demons in his head that we all know about, and seeing them come full out and him being so about this whole thing, you know, it's great. Um, it's going to suck when Swerve loses because I, I love Swerve and I wanted him to, you know, just keep winning. But you're not you're not beating the cowboy in a text. Match. You're just not. Yes. Um, this is this is the a- Adam Page that I've wanted. This is him. This was him. The passion is it. After seeing this, this dude should be in some kind of feud at all times and it should be the main focus. I on a show where there is a world title match between two of our best modern day villains. We have. A tag match with my favorite tag team. Uh, we we got all of this going on, right? This is the match that I'm most excited. This is a blood. It is a Texas death. It is, uh, yeah, this is what it's supposed to be, you know? And I am rooting for this to be that, you know? I'm rooting for them to kill it in this match. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, yeah, this more than anything. Because I think Swerve is one of the hottest like he's like he's at that level two right now and he's kind of building himself up and hangman's already there so it's just like if this done correct swerve comes up and it doesn't hurt hang and it being the texas death match there's no rules so i don't know but we can we can talk about results and all that later but the build up to this match has been perfect the hate has been perfect hangman's promo was beyond perfect so i am uh super excited yeah no and again like i said you you look at old like ring of honor cross new japan uh hangman and he was so much more threatening and so much more dangerous. like i loved the anxious millennial cowboy storyline that they did with hangman but at some point it came to a head where i was just like you know i don't like this dude's not a threat you know what i mean like and this this makes hangman seem so dangerous and i like dangerous i mean like i said i think this this works really well um there was a backstage interview with roger strong in the kingdom um, the only thing that I wanted to say, though, uh, uh, was uh, so good where he's just like a uh, hundred uh, like uh, at, at, I mean, uh, Roderick's literally doing hand motions. A hundred percent. He's the devil talking about Max, but he literally double points at Adam Cole. I noticed, uh, which I was just kind of like interesting because did you notice that? Yeah. So that to me, I was like, oh, OK. Like I was just I saw that little that was the only thing I took out of the whole thing was like, you know, Adam Cole was like, maybe you're the devil since you want to keep blaming, say, Max's. Um, but I love the just the little nod there. I thought that was really like a nice little touch, like because that's still my prevailing is that it's Adam. I mean, I mean, honestly, that's the obvious one. I mean, and it's like, I mean, even to point, it's so obvious it wouldn't just, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, you know, of course have wanted it to be other, yeah, obviously the, the Boynich, you know, one of the, uh, with him growing the beard, all this stuff and looking old, it looks like it's going to be some version of Adam Cole and a lot of other, so we'll see, hopefully we find out Saturday. But yeah, I think Roddy Strong's really into. I won't say he's been bad, but he's been. It's been no, it's been interesting for sure. Like I said, it's gonna really come down to after gear how things all shape out. Because I will say, while it's been interesting, I don't know if I can take another month of this. I couldn't. I could. I can't. I can't take it. Yep. Um, TBS el- title eliminator match: Red Velvet versus Sky Blue, with the winner moving on to face uh, Chris Statlander and Julia Hart. And uh, this was a solid match, I would say. I love, first of all, Sky Blue and her Scooby Doo outfit. Loved it. Thought it was 
absolutely outstanding. Um, and um, yeah, no, I thought there was a nice little uh, work between these two. They were doing some nice counters. Um, and uh, even though the match is clearly uh, going to be Sky Blue winning the match, um, I thought Red Velvet put in a good showing. Uh, got a nice reaction from the crowd, actually, which I love to see. Um, and yeah, Sky Blue got the win. Uh, and she's like full on like stone faced, like ready f- to take the TBS title. Um, and yeah, no, th- I think those three are going to do a really good job, though, at uh, at full. Game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, lo- I, I, lo- I love Sky Blue. I love her whole. I, th- I mean, I think she's developing. Uh, oh, yeah. A great, a great wrestler. Uh, this one, I I don't like her finish. Oh, the uh, Code Blue? Because I think it requires too much. So it requires her timing to be perfect. The, like, there's too many points of failure. She, she, it's the leap onto the back. It's the flip over. And then it's his or her opponent getting the timing. And guess what? It rarely comes off looking good. And in this world of professional wrestling, especially, it matters how things. So I'd rather you do something boring and it looks good than try something incredibly difficult that looks terrible. Fair enough. I never really had a major opinion on it, so I never really. It's just like last night with Red Velvet, so clunky. It's like I almost wanted Red Velvet to kick out and then they do it again because it looked like. Right, you want to just do it again. Yeah, like, like it didn't even look like she hit the hit the ground very hard it's like and it's not like it's not like oh i need super realism but i need you to either look super real or i need you to look smooth pick one you know and it neither looked either one all right well there was a quick little backstage promo of uh miro talking about cj brings out the worst in herself and the worst in me and daniel garcia I don't pray to God anymore, but you should start, like, stay away from CJ. Same sort of thing towards, uh, 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 same sort of thing towards uh, Andrade as well. He kind of cut a little bit towards him and Daniel. Um, and I'm just excited to see more interactions, just to see how things growing. Um, and then they did, uh, I'll jump right into the, uh, backstage interview with, uh, Mariah May meeting Tony Storm. Like I said, it was exactly what I thought it was, full on, like, you know, uh, She's super fan of Tony Storm, like full on like Mickey James towards Trish Stratus. Um, and she goes in. She's like, oh, I love you so much. Like and, um, Luther basically was told by uh, uh, Tony Storm while she's resting and not giving her much time a day being like, I need a tune-up match before uh, Full Gear. So book me and uh, Mariah May for a tune-up match on Friday. So yeah, those are the two backstage segments at least leading into our yeah. next match i love the inner Mariah. yeah no she, i like that she's like so into it and tony's just like absolutely like not even paying her any mind and i'm interested to see how her reaction goes off all right moving on we had samoa joe versus john cruz which was the meaniest of the matches tonight honestly because you had cruz uh kicking uh joe in the leg and he's blocking every single one and just smirking at him like dog what are you and he like block block blocked every kick and then we had another instance of Joe walking away from somebody trying to ju- jump off the top rope. But this one was a special one because John Cruz, while he's mid-flight from the top rope splash and Joe's walking the other way out of out of the way of the dive, he literally looks over like, bro, what the fuck? And then just hits the ground. Like, it's it's like the best meme-worthy shit. Like, like honestly, spectacular. Like, it's so funny. Like, and I don't care how many times Joe does it. It is the funniest thing ever. Like, it's so good. Um, Joe won by tap out, uh, said basically, Joe, MJF, I'm from Southern California. So since you're in my hood, I extend my offer of friendship. Time is limited because you're going to find out whether you have my friendship or not, because I am Samoa Joe and I am inevitable. Once again, being like, you better team with me. 
for full gear if you want a chance to defend those Ring of Honor tag titles. Uh, you, you know, well, yeah, no. You, uh, so the not so secret secret in the world is, you know, who John Cruz is, right? Uh, say that one more time. John Cruz, he he's another wrestler in AEW also. Wrestles uh, under another name. Yeah, I can't remember uh, the name. He is Serpentico. Yes, that is yeah. Serpentico under yeah, the ring, yeah, un- yeah. Under, un- under the mask, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like not a secret at all, but it's still like funny to think about. Dude, give me two checks, son. I need two Honestly, well, I mean, he should get two checks because, I mean, he created a meme that's spectacular from that dive. Like, honestly, I yes. love Watch. Oh yeah, see, he just like uh, it was somebody put like Mondays, and then it like it was Samoa Joe, me, and then missing at last. My favorite, my favorite one I saw was like all the games that I've been on my list that I've been putting off, like that I haven't finished yet, and then like Joe is just like the new release that just dropped two days ago. Yes, so it's like all the games I have yet to finish, being like, bro, what the fuck? And it's like, wait, new game dropped. I gotta go get that and not finish. Yes, yes, uh, that was. Uh, I've seen so many of them. And they're all equally, they're like hilarious because, uh, yeah, Monday, the Monday one got me because what we all did. Oh yeah. But, but yeah, um, we then had the Young Bucks versus Penta and Commander. And all I'm going to say is it's what you come to expect with the Young Bucks and Penta and, you know, the Luchas, you know, they do damn good stuff. Great offense. Um, only thing that was different when it came to this match was the fact that, uh, uh, Nick comes in, uh, Hits a super kick. Commander proceeds to come off of a springboard, but then Nick low blows him and then hits the Judas effect. And then the Bucks hit the BTE trigger and then they win. Like literally, yeah, they blatantly like when he was uh, coming off the top rope off the uh, spring and uh, Nick just kicks him in the dick. And continuing on the trend of the uh, Young Bucks not being baby faces, which, you know, quickly turned to flip on that. But at least I'm getting some more definitive ideas, you know what I mean, of what they're trying to do. Um, So, so yeah, no, in their hometown, they win quite the uh, fun little thing and the match was really these guys work so there it's like it's it's like beating a dead horse i talk nice i feel like they're trying to like reestablish. they they were in that war with the black uh blackpool combat now they were in the other thing you know like and they've been kind of stale and i felt like that way about the young bucks the hung bucks all three of them so they kind of went their separate ways hangman's in the thing would swerve the young bucks seem to be reinvigorating themselves as pissed off people uh so it's like what's gonna happen so i'm looking yeah um immediately later after a commercial break we were backstage with the young bucks and uh they uh, uh, they go. Sources say uh, the young bucks are tired and pissed off, and we're like we're not we're not messing around. Uh, and Kenny Omega prees out and like. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You know, some match you guys had, you know, you guys go out in your hometown and you cheat to win. Like, that's that's quite ridiculous when it comes to you two. Like, this is the shit that you're doing, basically. Nick Jackson basically goes, our heat is not with you, it's with Jericho, and... Uh, Jericho comes about basically being like, don't, don't waste your time with these jackasses, Kenny. We got a match to win. Come on. Uh, uh, see you later kids. And then the young Matt shoves Jericho. They start fighting. Kenny's trying to put, 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 like play, keep away from everybody. And here's where I put my tinfoil cap on and probably people get mad at for it. Um, and I sent this to Floyd earlier in the week too, but I mean, let's see, who did this all involve? The young bucks, Kenny Jericho. Okay. And you had a point where they're all fighting and all this type of shit. And you have Kenny literally screaming in the middle of all this. We just want to talk. We just want to talk. We just want to talk. Guys, they're making fun of the backstage fight, the elite and CM Punk. That's exactly what they're doing. Most everybody that's everybody that was in that backstage segment was involved with that fight backstage at all out. They're making fun of it. Like, why else would why else would he have said like, we're just talk just like we just want to talk we just want to talk like why else would kenny have said that i i'm asking honestly maybe i've become fully a psychopathic man and i'm seeing things when oh, there aren't things there dude but dude and this every, is clear as clear as day and dude. every reference does nothing but make me think the guy under the mask is seeing and i would love nothing more than that but more so for me this could be my biggest asshole take honestly and i i, I don't really but honestly, like, just considering my, and again, I want to say firmly, like, I, I am excited for this match. I'm trying to be positive and all that kind of stuff. Clivity for positivity, that's what this show offers, and we always try to offer that. And I am excited for this match, because I know I get these Kenny Omega in a tag match with the Young Bucks against the Young Bucks. It will be so freaking good. Quite frankly, considering this uh, segment was filled with the in-joke of that story about that fight don't really like it when storylines are just filled with in jokes you know what i mean because it only appeals to the super super hardcore fans and it kind of hurts when the numbers are down when you're doing in joke storylines all i'm trying to say that's nitpicky as hell as me and i'm pissy about it obviously take my words as a grain of salt if you don't if you want to give me no time of day in terms of my opinion on that i completely understand i'm pissy about this shit um but like I mean, guys, it's the in joke is there of them making fun of this whole ordeal. And again, it's not going to leave CM Punk being under the mask because it's just not. No matter how much he wants to fuck around about it, and no matter how, how matter how much these guys are fucking around with it with the in jokes, it's not going to happen. But quite frankly, I don't believe CM Punk is coming back to wrestling. Period. So like, that's just me, and he's just fucking with both sides. That's what he's doing on social media, and I'm just like, you know what? Have fun. But like, I'm just going to enjoy when you were on. T- but you know. Up until the up until the young bucks join the Don yeah. Callis family, that's all that this needs. So that way, I get some definitive actual storylines instead of just in jokes fu- fu- fueling the whole thing. You know what, what I mean? 
Well, I want to be very upfront. If this doesn't end up with CM Punk at some point going back in AEW, then it just pisses. No, and it, it, it will not. Will because not. the reason being is that there are diehard Punk fans that are still watching AEW because they I... love AEW. And it's just like, it's like you're just like, you know, thumbing your nose at them. And I'm guessing the knife. Yeah. Yes. So, but, and it's like, you were like, well, you know, you talk about heel, you talk about being bad guy. Yeah, that's great when it leads to something, yes. right? That's the, why, you, that's the why. You're supposed that's to do bad things. Yeah. And then the good guy is supposed to come make your words for doing the bad thing. That's why I said too, like I, when this lead, like when this eventually, like we talked about the idea of them leading this to them joining the Don Callis family. And then like Young Bucks will get comeuppance being part of the Don Callis family because eventually that whole thing's going to crumble with Kenny Omega and him going after Don. Um, I do think there would be payoff on that. But again, like it's beating a dead horse. You guys won months ago. And quite frankly, we don't need to be talking about this. And the fact that I can still see these in jokes and shit like that, like we're months removed from that. Like I just want it to stop because I don't want to talk about this. Like because I don't believe in any shape or form he's showing up anywhere even the people that are saying that he's showing up at survivor series i don't believe that either so quite frankly i just want to stop talking about it because every time i talk about that people get mad at me so that's it i'm excited for the match but i'm tired of this young bucks like shit and i i hope that this storyline at least gives them a jolt of like you know something to do and purpose because we've said before that we think the young bucks have gotten stale and them being heels i do think are they're spectacular at doing so, but I just need something to cap off from all this. Otherwise, it's just going to be annoying, and I'm hoping I'm proven wrong on full gear, which I think I will be, because I think they're going to knock it out. Moving on from that, we I mean, the uh, I mean, they're going to kill it. They're the young ones. No, they are going to, yeah. They're the young ones. Yeah, simple. it's just how they – It's how. It, that's why it bothers me so much, because they are so good. Yeah, it's. I, I think you put Young Bucks and Kenny Omega on opposite sides. It literally doesn't matter who the fourth guy is. But the fourth guy also happens to be one of the greatest professional wrestlers, you know, ever. Uh, and Chris Jericho, who yes. literally never disappoints in a big match. It will, they will kill it in this match. That's the thing. It's all, all I want to come out of this is just purpose for the Young Bucks. No, Kenny Omega and Jericho and them to put on a great match. That's yeah. all That's all I want. They're going to think that's what's going to happen at, on, on Saturday. Um, we had the Guns get an easy win over Peter Avalon Alon, and Jacoby Watts and then call out about, you know, you're going to lose those titles because it's going to be too two-on-one, so you won't be Ring of Honor Tag Champions anymore. Uh, Wardlow had a video package talking about how he's going to make the devil his bitch. Then, right into, so excited, the Like a Dragon Guidance Street Fight, Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, Paul White versus the Machine Brian Cage and the Don Callis family, Nosuke Takeshita, Kyle Fletcher, and Powerhouse Hobbs. I want to preempt this by saying i have actually played uh, a, a couple games from the yakuza slash like a dragon French, uh, specifically yakuza zero and uh uh the not not the recent like a dragon uh, game but the one before um but i have played some of uh not to completion because those games are way too long for me and i don't have the time but i have played them and i have enjoyed them um, so I am actually slightly familiar with some of them. Floyd only plays Madden. Yeah, I was say I I play I play Madden in wrestling game. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no. So for example, when I saw Konosuke Takeshita dressed up as Majime, uh, I popped for that. I thought it was honestly spectacular. When they showed the little preemptive video on social media of Jericho, Omega, Bushi, and Paul White walking out 
uh, from the parking lot, and they showed their little like team name like flashing on screen, like the way that it does in the in the Yakuza series. Uh, I thought that was spectacular. Honestly, I thought it was a nice little effect. All the shit they had splattered all over the ring, I thought was pretty entertaining, and the stuff they showed on the jumbotron too was also nice little nods to the game. Um, and even though it led to the dumbest spot in the entire match. Abushi riding the bicycle uh, was just so spectacularly ridiculous. Um, so I will say firmly, as somebody who's familiar with the series uh, and uh, like saw the street fight, I was laughing my ass off. This made me laugh so hard. It was so funny, so entertaining. But and like I said, it was just nice to know that like you know they got the references in there, um, and it's cool for me because I knew the game. I immediately thought to Floyd though, and I was just like. This man has no idea what the fuck is going on in any of this. And I know he's just going to be like, okay. It was a wrestling match that happened. <laughs> I I did not feel anger or anything towards it. I felt nothing. It was just like, oh, this happened. Pretty cool spots, especially Will Hobbs. I was going to say, the one, yeah, the one thing that was going to come out of this that I think was honestly spectacular was the powerhouse Hobbs body slam uh to Paul White on the car. Like, that was honestly, like, the biggest bump that uh, uh, Paul White has given, I think, anybody. Years. And it looked vicious. So, honestly, I thought that was the thing, best thing to come out of the match, like, just in terms of building characters and stuff like that. Um, and again, the Ibushi bike uh, spot, I know, is getting ripped apart by symbol. I saw specifically Brian Alvarez was ripping into it. Um, I thought it was but- funny. I thought that's yeah, what it was. No, it was, it's, like I said, I've, yeah. I've seen this man ride bikes and do stupid shit on wrestling. Like, it was nothing out of the ordinary for Ibushi. It, this is Ibushi was in this match literally hitting himself in the face with a sign. It wasn't how the match ended, so I, like, there's no, like, oh, my God, it was so dumb. No, it was, like, and again, Ibushi is a... It was just a, a spot psych- in the match. And was- Ibushi's a psychopath to me. He's so, like I said, I can't take my eyes off of him when he's on screen because he's so insane yeah no, no one of the reasons why i love him so much because like you just like literally can't look away with from this man when he's on screen because he'll just do something in yes like out of out of out of complete like nowhere yeah um, I, I i'm very upset we didn't get the moonsault off of paul white i thought he was gonna moon <laughs> off of paul white at some point all white was unfortunately dead and couldn't answer the phone yes uh, and uh, and he did everything he could to make will hobbs good and you know uh that's you know that's what they came in here for i mean that's you know like the older guys like mark the mark and big shows they're like they're helping to try to develop the young guys and a lot of people will, yeah a absolutely. lot of people will hobbs. uh that was will hobbs in this very little time with the don callis family will hobbs has looked like will have post oh yeah no absolutely um also the fucking goddamn tombstone that uh yeah the tombstone pile driver that abushi uh took from kyle fletcher looked absolutely like devastating i thought that shit looked like insane like that looked like it was like on the uh, through a sign that was propped up multiple steel chairs it looked vicious um but in the end, Kenny Omega wins the match. I would be stunned if he didn't. He's the Sega guy. Like, you literally got the game, all that kind of shit. Like, I would be stunned if he didn't win this match. And he beat uh, Brian Cage by hitting the uh, V-Trigger and then the uh, One-Winged Angel. Um, I will say firmly, like I said, I enjoyed the stupidity of this match and the references to the games just because I am familiar with it. I understand why everybody else would not like this or would just be like, I don't even know what to say. Um, at the very least, um, I, you know, like I said, I didn't dislike it. I 
didn't really feel anything. Like, it was a fun match. Uh, the, the guy that I thought was going to take the pin took the pin. It's going to continue this going forward. This wasn't like the blow-off or anything. So, right. I, like I said, I didn't have a problem with it. I, like, AEW's purpose, they're supposed to be trying to grow. And you like these little, like, you like these things where... They advertise the products and all that stuff because that's a part of the marketing. That's a part of growth. That's the business side of AEW as a fan. One, too, like also these little like crossovers that they've done like are honestly pretty like today. Actually, there was a video that was tweeted out from a Doja Cat concert. And we remember the uh, the uh, Paint the Town Red video they did with all the women wrestlers. They played that before the concert. So like there was just a promo for AEW and their women's division through uh, the Doja Cat song that. They played before the concert, which they did not need to do, but they did, which I thought was genuinely freaking awesome. And that's the and that is awesome. And you know, like I honestly don't know any music for Doja Cat other than this song that they did for AEW. Uh, but I, it is pretty freaking awesome that uh, you know, this you know pop star you know is uh helping uh AEW women you know get uh more noticed, especially you know. So I'm happy with yeah. that. And again, and, too, and, like, and, I, and, I saw plenty of people like streamers who don't watch wrestling who got clips of this match sent to them because they played the like a dragon to the yaka so like in terms of advertising like i said it does add an element so i understand the purpose and the purpose is specifically just the crossover effect nothing like storyline wise did it move forward the don cow's family feud a little bit but yeah. i think still it doesn't end until eventually because brian cage took the fall no members of the uh of the uh, Don Cass family took the Oh, yeah, and the, the inner, I don't know if they'll do it, but the interaction between Callus and Prince Nada, like, I'm pretty sure Callus is like, uh, your guy lost. I want my money back. Yeah, exactly. No, he's like, yeah, yeah, I brought yeah, your yeah. guy in to help, and, and he, he lost. lost. Like, <laughs> yeah, so can I get my money back? <laughs> and then, um, like I said, it's just it, it, Donald Callis' family still looks pretty strong. I thought Takeshita looked awesome in this match, especially he did. with no, his Takeshita gear and stuff. Was the best like I the didn't best. know he was a character from the game, but I figured he was a character. You know what yeah. I mean? Because other than you know coming out with the eye patch and the jacket and all that stuff, it looked like cosplay. I just didn't know what it was cosplay of. Uh, yeah, I but yeah, the match was fun. Uh, it was a it was a go home dynamite for the pay per view. So you know, not too much, uh, and not too much could happen. You know, so this was a nice match. Yeah, absolutely. Um, side note, I want to point this out because this has been going on Twitter recently. But at a Revolver wrestling show, Swerve Strickland just got jumped by Hangman Page. Really? Yep. It was at a Revolver wrestling show, and Hangman just came out from the crowd, came in the ring, and started brawling with Swerve. Wow. If you search up Revolver, yeah, it's literally it's, that's it's pretty awesome right now. Which, yeah, again, like I said, this feud's banger i'm loving it. um the show then dynamite closed out because that was the main event match was the uh like a dragon match we then had mjf come out basically being like it's coming out and apparent apparent to him that no matter how much uh mjf tries to outrun his past it's catching up with him and every time he tries to open himself up to people those people then get hurt so he said to the acclaimed same thing i said to adam cole i'm sorry you got hurt i hope you feel better and he said uh ever since i could remember i just wanted to be a world champion i spent every moment of my life trying to make that happen and he's proud to say that he made it to that mountaintop but the heiress looks down at this mountain men are climbing from all angles with the only intention to shove me off the top and i'm afraid that i could lose everything i worked for in the blink of an eye and I'm afraid that I'm going to let you guys down. The old me would tuck my tail between my legs and run. But I'm done letting the past dictate my future. Because I'm afraid, but it doesn't mean I'm going to give up my spot 
at the top of the mountain. You better send a whole damn army up that mountain to knock me down. Calls out Jay White and says, you have a chance to take my spot at full gear, but I don't can. Uh, he's like, nobody. And he also then sent a message to the man who stole his devil mask and who hired those goons. He said, I'm going to find out who you are, and when I do, there will be hell to pay. Jay White then comes out and says, you're making me sick. Stop this act because you're embarrassing yourself. You're trying so hard to be the hero, and that's not who you are. You are the villain, always have been, always will be, and you're not fooling everyone. You said you're the devil. You're not the hero. You're not these people's hero. And you know how quickly these people will drop. You mean nothing. You haven't changed. He says, I'm the speaking the truth right now. You know that your days as the champ- AEW champion are numbered. And at full gear, you will ble- breathe with the switchblade. And he said, if you're not down with that, I've got two words for you. Get him. And then Bullet Club Gold jumps in and... The guns get knocked off, but then eventually Juice Robinson gets his uh, punch with his uh, TJ Maxx ring, and they start beating the, him down, hit him with the three to, 310 to Yuma, switchblade, hits the Blade Runner, pins him, and then, you know, that's the closing moment of Dynamite. And um, Taz literally goes, that offer still stands from Joe. You might want to take him up on it. And that was the closing moments of AEW Dynamite. I thought the promo was really nice. Um, I loved uh, the idea of just him not like like trying to be the hero, but the idea that he's MJF, he can't. They're really taking the babyface MJF and using it as a true character piece on him, him trying to be better, trying to be good. Um, and just the world basically being like, you can't be. There's nothing like no matter what you do, you will be who you are. And it's a scumbag, not their scum. Uh I love it, honestly. This character piece that they're doing on MJF being a babyface has been really entertaining. And I think the way that they're having everything just kind of crumble around him just leads everything up into this uh, full gear match when we eventually find out who the man in the devil mask is. I'm hoping that's where we find it out. There Again, that's one of those... I always say it's one of those things that we have set up that they were going to get it there, but no one yeah. has said... That's no one has said it, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but like, I, do, I do at least yeah. like to think that that's where... It goes because, like I said, I don't see Jay White winning um, as much as I like Jay White. But I do think that with like the thing that needs to continue, like if he does win, it needs to be because of the devil mask guy is showing up and revealing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, like this was the ending was great. Uh, they've done everything in their power to make you think Jay White's going to beat MJF on Saturday. So, yeah. You know what that means? He's not winning. Yeah. So, again, uh, and like we'll talk about on a preview I have never been a less excited for an AEW world title. <clears throat> but that was AEW <laughs> Dynamite. So, I mean, we'll lead right into uh, all that kind of stuff. So, first off, the only thing I want to do real quick is just mention the stuff that is uh, going to be on Rampage and Collision. Collision actually airing on a Friday this week. Um, so, I'll oh, just go through that. banger match. I got to bring it up. Hard-hitting yep. match. Mr. Dax Harwood versus yes. Roosh. Somebody's going to Dax lose. Hardwood because they once again hit the uh, the nice little uh, spell area with Hardwood. And now they're just, uh, he's literally like, guys, just call me Dax the Axe on, on shit because you keep spelling my name wrong. Yes. No, uh, that's funny. Uh, and yeah, there's going to be some red chest in that match. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And there, there, there are going to be some shots, and I like it. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
You're going to get on Rampage. Jay White's going to have a sit-down interview with Renee Paquette. Um, so they've that, that. You're also on Collision. You're going to have Soraya and Ruby Soho versus Hikaru Shida and Chris Statlander. Uh, so that will be pretty dope. And then uh, what other matches? Uh, we're going to have a sit-down interview with MJF on Ramp. Uh, oh, and also, shout out. Uh, there's actually going to be a meet-and-greet uh, uh, that uh, is going to happen uh, before uh, Collision and uh, Rampage. And it's going to be, uh, actually, it's going to be freaking uh, Jeff Jarrett and... Uh, 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 Karen Jarrett. They're gonna do a meet and greet before the show in LA. I just, I just saw. It. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. To meet Jeff Jarrett. Uh, you know, he's not gonna put you over. Just know that. No, he will not. Yeah, just Jeff know Jarrett. that. No, but no, Jeff and Karen. Karen. Dude, I remember, uh, like, I, I will tell this story a hundred times. Listen to the show, you've heard it. Well, uh, she, we were at NWA 70, and my wife was just talking to this, like, I walk up, my wife's just talking to this lady, and she's talking to her, and she, the lady looks at me, I was like, oh, hi, Karen. <laughs> and she's just sitting there like a fan, talking yeah. to my wife about, like, wrestling and everything, and it was just like, oh, that's Karen Jarrett. You would have never known, you know, she was one of the people, you know, help putting on the show she was just chilling talking to my wife it was like so yeah she's pretty off yeah you're also gonna get uh miro versus uh daniel garcia on collision and then on uh rampage you're gonna get uh emmy sakura versus timeless tony storm uh and i think that's all the matches at least that have been announced uh for that show as far to my knowledge um but the big news that came out after uh Dynamite went off the air, though, was the fact that Kota Ibushi, the golden man himself, he is officially signed with AEW. He is all. Dude, you know what? I was super shocked by that. You know why? Go ahead. I already thought he was with AEW. Honestly, for real. And I, yeah. <laughs> I know he didn't get the graphic, but I just kind of assumed he was with AEW. Yeah, no, honestly, since he's been doing so much, I thought that they had just already, you know, done it and just not made the graphic. Yes, yeah, I thought they had done it and uh, not made the graphic yet. Thought he was getting RJ City. Uh, so, um, yeah, so I am very excited that he's with them. I, I know, you know, he's big and then, from what I understand, not moving to America. So they use him when he can. I I, yeah. you know, I don't necessarily expect him to be on Dynamite or Collision every week. So, yeah. but yeah. regardless, yeah. it's just nice to have him finally. Um, so I will, I will take that at the very least. Um, but now that we've literally gone over uh, Rampage and Collision for this week for what's been announced, I think it's time to preview Full Gear. That we'll just go match by match, and then we'll give our prediction. Dude, uh, I am super excited about the show, and it's funny because, like I said, I'm not really super excited about the. Uh, world title match but the show still is uh the the show still is like from top to bottom just oh yeah really good and it's gonna have a lot of great matches on yeah no i like i said i think jay and mjf will do fantastic work but it's definitely to the point where it's like you know i'm i'm excited for it but not excited as like other world title matches i will firm um first up the zero hour match that was announced uh mjf and his mystery partner versus the guns for the ring of honor world tag team champions first off partner and who wins oh samojo his partner and uh i really really want him to lose but i think they're gonna Uh uh-huh no i i I like i want i want a normal tag team to hold the ring of honor tag team titles too but i think it's my my thoughts go directly to you. I think it's going to be MJF and Samoa Joe, and they they win, and I'm going to be upset about it. And I think it's going to be the beginning of a terrible night for uh, our Bang Bang Gang. There you go. 
Um, uh, we'll go TBS Championship now. Julia Hart versus Chris Statlander versus Sky Blue. Um, see, here's the way that I view this. I view this as... Because I, I still believe that Sky Blue has not fully recovered from the Black Mist. So I think Chris Statlander will not walk out as TBS champion. Um, I think... I think honestly, because my my mind goes towards, I think it should be Julia Hart. I want. I'm going with. I'm going with my heart, ironically, and I'm going with Julia Hart uh, with help with Sky Blue screwing over Chris Dallas. Oh, oh yeah. I think th- uh, that's the way it ends. Uh, Sky Blue and Chris uh, and. Uh... Chris Statlander like hit Julia with the move and then Sky Blue knocks her out and uh Sky Blue knocks her out and they uh take advantage and I think our your Julia is your new new TBS. Yeah. Sweet. So we're matched up on that. Uh we'll go Texas Deathmatch, Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland two. Um God I want Swerve to win this match, but he won't. It's Hangman Adam. He will not lose it. You do not let the cowboy lose a Texas. I-, I am going to say this. I think he is going to lose the uh Texas Death match. And I think wow. it'll be a debuting or turning or someone person. The great thing about the Texas Death match with this Swerve is that there are no rules. So Swerve has a whole gang. I don't think the initial gang is gonna do it. I think it's gonna be like a new member of the group to help Swerve. I listen. I would love nothing more than that, but I just don't believe a Texas death match. Hangman loses, but prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I will. I will pick Hangman, even though I want um, AEW World Tag Team Championship match. The champions Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus LFI, House of Black, and FTR. Um, see, my mind for this. I don't want. I would say the safe bet is FTR, but I honestly don't think they win this. Um, I think even though there's been really no major usage of it, I think, uh, I don't know. I'm going to say House of Black, actually. We'll just say the whole House of Black gets a win tonight with Julia as well as uh, House of Black, even though Buddy Matthew, I mean, Saturday. I'll, I'll say House of Black. You know what? I'll do a wild card. Well, it's the kings of the Black Throne, sir. And as much as I love my FTR, much as I love my FTR, I have long said when people were like, Malachi Black's not being used. Malachi Black's not being used. And I was like, well, you have your dream matches of Malachi Black and his little singles matches and all that stuff. But my dream match was King of the Black Throne versus FTR. And I think the best way to get to Kings of the Black Throne versus FTR is the king of the Black Throne walking out your new AEW tag team champion and wow, we're really matching everything they are an established tag team they, they are. are your current pwg tag so they are an established tag not mad at them and you set up to get to ftr versus uh kings of the black i would love nothing more than that honest so we're matched up on everything so far hikaru shida versus to- timeless tony storm i'm picking tony just by pride at the tony storm and that's i feel bad because i love shida she shida's been one of my favorites like since the start of the women's division but it's timeless tony storm my eyes only belong to one woman Okay, I mean, at this point, with all the energy that you've put in to Timeless Tony, I have to back her. There's no, 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 no I... not. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about AEW. All the oh, energy yeah. that they put no, into. Oh yeah, it. no, it she has to pay be, off with her winning. She gold has to win. How would her Hollywood homecoming be if she didn't actually win the, in the quest for gold? Yeah, like, honestly, no, no, it makes no sense. Like the whole last month or two months of her has been it's a been waste nothing of time. But her, yeah. yeah, waste of time. Yeah. So it, I mean like honestly God, if I'm even being like not taking my love for her out of it, like Sheeta winning makes no sense. You know what I mean? Because all the effort has been towards Tony Storm and her quest for gold. So 
It it has to be Tony. Yeah. Uh, no, no, like it doesn't make sense for it. It would f- actually make me angry if it's anyone other than No, Tony for real. Ford. Um Young Bucks versus Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, the Golden Jets. Uh I will pick the Young Bucks. Uh, from them being cheating and aligning themselves with the Don Callis family. If it's Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho winning and the Young Bucks and Kenny and Jericho just shaking hands in the middle of the ring, I will turn the t- because I straight up cannot stand the idea of the Young Bucks just having a banger match and then going back to just playing the hit. I'm sick of it. I need them to do something different. So Young Bucks win thanks to help from the Don Callis. Yes. Um, yeah, I... Uh... Completely agree. Don Callis gets his tag team. He uh gets his tag team, which is the Young Bucks, in the group. Uh, Don Callis' family continues to grow. I love it. Uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks on the opposite side. I love that even more. Uh, my uh my uh big uh my big thing. My other thing is uh Kenny uh Chris Jericho turning fair. And because he was supposed to join the family. So I don't know. Uh, I I mean, I see. I try to think of like at least more than one way to go. But I, I think Young Bucks joined the obvious. Yep, for sure. Um, Adam Copeland, Darby Allen, and Sting versus Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. Mm, I think it's going to be the babyfaces winning. And I think it's going to be Nick Wayne taking the pick. Yes, on all of that. Um, yeah. All of that. Okay. No, 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 no. See, that's the whole thing. I, 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 everybody, because I was like, (coughs) I feel like Edge had that initial, or Adam Copeland had that initial, hey, here we go, right? Hey, here we go. But the thing is, too, is like, we know it's a, we know how much of a slow build they're doing towards the actual singles match between Christian and Adam Copeland, which we know is like the legit, like, we want it. I'm going to throw out some wild speculation because honestly, we agreed too much. So that was boring. Okay? Yeah. So uh, this is what I'm going to call it. And I'm literally just pulling this out of my ass. So this is not based on any. The group is called the Patriarch. It is all of Christian's son, right? <laughs> I think Christian's other son, Jungle Boy, returns and costs Sting Edge and Darby the Man. As long as it means he's not the man under the devil mask, I'm all for it. Yes, I think Darby gets pinned, and it's Jungle Boy, and we get a Darby Jungle Boy. Okay, there we go. Christian's uh, lost son. The yes. wayward son. The wayward son, yes. Yes. Um, okay, cool. International Championship match, Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley 2. Give my boy the win that he deserves all along. Give me Orange Cassidy. Dude, you know, uh, dude, I'm going to say this. I hope John Moxley wins. Okay. I like the story of one guy can't beat another guy. And you want it to last more than one pay-per-view. Yeah, I want Orange Cassidy to lose and kind of go into a depression trying or to find himself. absolutely rage and fuel. Yeah, like, and yeah, and of course, maybe they wrestle again. Uh, maybe they wrestle again in uh, the A1. Maybe they don't wrestle again until Revolution. But, like, I didn't know this, but one of my re- favorite wrestling storylines of all uh, of all was uh, Kenny Omega not being able to beat Okada. That way, it was one of my storylines of uh, Sami Zayn when he couldn't win the big one against Neville. Yeah, Orange Cassidy loses. That's what I'm calling for. I think it's what's best for Biz. I want OC to eventually beat Mox. Just, just not now. I, 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 I absolutely agree with that idea. Um, but I will say, prediction-wise, I think they have Orange Cassidy. That's, plus, it gives us some differing opinions because there's a lot of us agreeing on this. Finally, MJF versus Jay White for the AEW World Championship. I think MJF wins, uh, but think... Uh, 
after the match, Jay White has the Bullet Club gold jump MJF. And then eventually, you know, lights go out, man in the devil mask appears, and then just chaos ensues. And I will say the man in the devil mask is Adam Cole. And he comes down looking like he's going to... uh, Well, first off, the man in the devil mask is going to jump Bullet Club gold. And uh, then he'll knock out MJF. And then it's going to be Adam Cole. Please tell me my internet didn't die. Sorry about that, Apple. MJF. Okay, cool. MJF wins. Uh, they start jumping. The lights go out. The the person comes out. Man in the devil mask. Cause I am a stubborn son of a bitch. Is <laughs> Mister Phil Brook, aka CM Punk. Oh man, if like if if this happens, going suck. I I think when it happens, you give Tony Khan Booker of the Year for the greatest swerve job of all, all time. time. He pulled the wool over everybody's eyes. And at World's End, it sets up CM Punk versus MJF. CM Punk says, hey, I didn't have to steal your title. I have my own. And he pulls out the X. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Am I wrong? Probably. Actually, I'm pretty certain I'm wrong. But that's what I'm going with just in case I'm right. I'm like the dude... I'm like the diehard fan to put $100 on TCU to make the uh, college football playoff last year. That was like 5000 to one, and he cashed the fuck out. That's me. I, That's I me hope, right now. I, I, hope so I, hard, I, I am taking the 1000 to one chance that my guy, Phil Brook, comes back. Believe me, you will see 100 posts of me and my CMFTR shit, even though if he hates FTR, I don't care. I don't care. Uh-huh. I just I will go insane. I just think my whole line of is that I've had this thought process since the beginning. AEW and Warner this Brothers Discovery has had a great working relation, right? Yep. A Warner Brothers Discovery gave them a whole nother show for CM Punk. I don't think Warner Brothers Discovery lets them fire CM Punk. <laughs> Maybe it's ridiculous to think, but they put money into a show. They don't want to see that money go to waste. Exactly. Uh, look, man, like I said, no, if, it happens, that's a, that I, is, if it happens, I will be insufferable I, and I will never shut up on this it show. It never so, shocked like, me that Tony Khan would fire him. It never shocked me that him he would quit. But the fact is that Warner Brothers Discovery would let that man leave always seemed like infathomable. And Saturday, when it doesn't happen, which I am certain it's not going to happen, I will be wrong, and I'm okay. And he will admit it, yes. Because I am sticking to my gun that it makes no sense for CM Punk not to be this company right now look man you're 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 uh you're more uh you have more stick to than i do because i gave up on that long ago it, it, honestly it's just it makes no sense i know man dude trust me i have never stopped saying how much i hate this but like listen i've 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 molded into my depression of just being sad and it's yeah. just and then afterwards I, I've just I've just been sulking this whole time. The, the, the afterwards the resale ticket market bottoms out for Survivor yes. Series because it's honest for for next week in Chicago. <laughs> yes, it bottoms out because guess what? The one thing everybody hopes can't happen. So not only not only you know you know you know billionaires can be petty. Not only would this be the biggest swerve, it would also kind of fuck over WWE in the show next week because everybody's predicting CM Punk. But guess what? Again, I am very much aware that this is unlikely to happen. But I just, I love it too much, so I'm not letting it go. All right. Okay. Well then, that is our full gear predictions. Um, And yeah, like I said, we're excited for the show. 
Uh, it, it definitely feels like, you know, the main title match uh, doesn't have the same, like, level of juice as, like, you know, maybe some other ones. I think still this card looks fantastic, and I'm so excited for this pay-per-view. Um, and, yeah, I think this is going to be a damn good show. Uh, oh, dude. Oh, dude. So, every, like, uh, rumors of my uh, rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Every time AEW has a dud show, takes the angle I have a friend that always tells me this to follow, right? Mm-hmm. AEW will not fall into my eye until they put on a bad, not a not as good paper, not not as like, oh man, they usually put on A plus shows. This is an A minus show because that's really like the worst any of their papers have ever got. So uh-huh. until they put out a dud paper, they aren't going any. You know what I mean? Like to me, that says that would say more about AEW and where they stand is them putting out a dud pay per view, which. Honestly, to me at this point, I feel is impossible. Yeah, no, it's I'm so excited, dude. And I think everyone who's going to be in L.A. for this show, uh, y'all have a blast. I think my friend, my friend Jared will be there. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, it's going to be a hell of a night. I can't wait to sit down and watch this whole thing. But hey, hey Jared, if you listen to the show, which I seriously yeah. doubt. So, hey, uh, yeah, he's got way more things to do than to listen to me talk about wrestling. I already call him enough about it. Hey, so. I, and just to let y'all know, I know some people have a problem with it. Throw me on double. I'm good. Throw there me you on go. double time. I'm good. There Knock the show in half. I am okay with it. <laughs> I am okay. I know some people like listen to it. How you need my pregnant pauses. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Download the show. Throw that shit on double time. Enjoy. Yo, that is going to do it, though, for this episode of All Things Elite, guys. Thank you guys so much. For tuning in and listening to us. If you enjoy the show, please continue to download it on Google or Apple Podcasts. And if you listen to us on Spotify, wherever you choose to listen to us, give us a share with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you wish. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And follow us on social media at ATLEPod. Also follow at Social Suplex who make this show possible. And also check out all the other shows they have on their network. I am at Austin Sumowitz, S-Z-U-M-O-W-I-C-Z. Floyd is at Floyd Johnson Jr. on Twitter. Everyone, please enjoy Full Gear. It should be an incredible show. And I will let my good buddy Floyd take us home on this episode of All Things Elite. All right, everyone. Thanksgiving is coming up. Enjoy it. Holiday season. Enjoy it. Watch a cheesy Netflix Chris Lee's, because I love uh, Or Hallmark or wherever your preferred channel of cheesy Christmas movies are. Uh, yeah, but enjoy the season. Uh, take it all. Tell your family you love them. Uh, this last few weeks, I've had a lot of like close friends lose people, and and it just reminds you every day that you tell everybody how much you care, how much you love them, how important they are to you, and do all that kind of things and stuff. But most important, well, not most important, but a little less important. Support rest all of it as much as you can, as much as you can tolerate. And if you need a break, take a break. And if the online bothers you, be online less. Whatever. It does, but enjoy the wrestling, enjoy life, enjoy everything. But most importantly, I'm going to leave you how I always leave you. Whether it is home, work, or school, always do your best to be elite. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.